0: Hey, we're not just doing financial news today. There is a really great section about the astrology coming up. So if you're not so much into the financial piece of what we do here on Saturdays, skip up to the geocosmics. It'll be a couple of minutes in there, and then you're going to hear some good astrology. Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Let's jump right into this MMACycles.com newsletter from Ray Merriman. Also, an accompaniment to this on the Merriman Market Analyst YouTube channel. Ray is on there this week with Giovanni DiPoce talking about charts in the markets. So if you'd like to drill down more on the financial piece, the YouTube video is 20 minutes. It is excellent. Worth watching. Then I've been playing with the little short-term intraday stuff, and I'll tell you about that after the newsletter. All right, so this is from MMACycles.com. There's a free newsletter section at the top, and that's what we do on Saturdays. Quoting two articles, one from the Wall Street Journal says, Banks are in trouble because of rising interest rates. Rates have climbed because inflation is high, and inflation is too high because demand is hot. One way to cool demand would be for the federal government to cut spending, which happens to be what the Republicans, who control the House, are demanding in return for raising the federal government's $31.4 trillion borrowing limit. That's the Wall Street Journal back on May 5th. Now this from the 2023 forecast book, the chapter on the USA. This was written in October of 2022. Raise Forecasting. On the other hand, what will happen if the government's debt continues to increase at the pace it is on? How long before the nation's credit is downgraded and then goes into default? The other transiting outer planet involves Saturn entering Pisces, which will also form harmonious aspects to Venus and Jupiter in the U.S. founding chart. That happens on May 10, 2023, through January 22nd, 2024. Thus, a long-term plan to deal with the nation's fragile economy can lead to positive results and the accomplishment of goals. Maybe it deals with the nation's debt and the reversal of its deficit spending activities. It will be all about exhibiting the favorable qualities of Saturn, which is best when oriented to the long term as in investment of time and resources. End quote. Now raise commentary. This final week of Mercury retrograde, a.k.a. the trickster, proved to be a real annoyance for traders, especially on the heels of the Sun-Uranus conjunction of May 9th. In classic form related to these two disruptors, several financial markets negated a slew of technical buy and sell signals while displaying distorted cyclical time bands for normal Highs and lows. In other words, price action just hasn't made a lot of sense the last three weeks. The Sun-Uranus conjunction of Tuesday, May 9th, corresponded to new cycle highs in many global stock markets within two days. This was expected, as any major aspect involving Uranus has the potential to time breakouts. But with Mercury also retrograde, that period has been April 21st through Sunday, May 14th, Several of those breakouts turned out to be fake-outs as they reversed right back down again. There are summary paragraphs of the Asian and European markets. I'll leave you to check out the website, mmacycles.com, if you'd like to read through those. But I do want to hop to the U.S. markets. The most contradictory stock market performance was in the United States after making new cycle highs on May 1st, just as the mercury retrograde midpoint was getting underway. Both the Dow Jones Industrial Average and S&P fell hard into May 4th and 5th and spent all of the last week trading within the prior week's trading range, with a tilt more to the downside. The NASDAQ, on the other hand, soared to its highest mark since August 2022, yesterday on Friday the 12th. So, is this critical reversal period from a high in the NASDAQ or a low in the S&P and Dow Jones Industrial Average? The trickster didn't make that analysis any easier either. But then again, that's why this planet's retrograde cycle is known as the trickster. If you look here, it's bullish. If you look over there, it's bearish. The precious metals markets behaved very much in accordance with the chaotic Mercury retrograde and Sun-Uranus conjunction. Silver was especially active, with a secondary high made on May 10th, one day after the Sun-Uranus conjunction at $26.20, followed by a collapse down to twenty-three ninety-one on Friday. This fits more in line with the powerful planetary aspects of May 9th through the 23rd. Bitcoin followed a similar path. Now the promised geocosmics, and I'm going straight to the astrology. We are entering the middle of the most intense geocosmic gathering of the year, The core of this incredible cosmic makeup is Jupiter in a waning square to Pluto, the only major aspect involving the outermost planets this year. Although this 13-year transit takes place on May 18th, it has a four-month orb corresponding to financial crises in about half of its historical cases. He says it is possible that the correlation already occurred with the multiple bank failures of March and April. But it is also possible there is another financial crisis surrounding the unwillingness of either political party to budge on raising the nation's debt ceiling as funds are due to run out shortly. Without a compromise or surrender, the U.S. is in jeopardy of defaulting on its debts, which would certainly roil global financial markets. Jupiter square Pluto highlights this possibility. But there are other contributing cosmic factors involved which make this political game of chicken, machoism, so combustible. First, let us consider the Sun-Uranus conjunction that took place last week in the money sign of Taurus. The Sun conjoining Uranus is not a harbinger of compromise or bending. For this combines the principles of pride, the Sun, with intellectual brilliance and or arrogance, Uranus, as in, I am right, so why should I compromise? Note that Donald Trump and Elizabeth Warren are both under this aspect, possibly brilliant, but uncompromising. Next, understand that Mars, the planet of Machismo, will enter the prideful sign of Leo on May 20th, There are more cases of Mars in Leo in the charts of presidents than any other sign placement of Mars. Both Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton have Mars in Leo and both seem to relish a good fight. Next, we find that the overconfident Mars in Leo will be in opposition to Pluto. Debt, credit, downgrade, default, in Aquarius. More of the I am right, you are wrong attitude on May 21st followed by both making a T-square with Jupiter, exaggeration, and more machoism. In Taurus, it's all about the money. That's on May 23rd. And putting all of this together, one might be able to understand why this debt-ceiling standoff may not end pleasantly or quickly. For whenever Mars and Jupiter are involved, and Pluto won't rescue, the possibility of a financial panic is increased. These are wild planetary stimulants laced with bravado and threats if one side doesn't get its way, or in this case, both sides refuse to budge and compromise. And it may not pertain only to financial markets, for with Mars and Leo, in a hard aspect to Pluto, a threat to human life may also erupt, as in wars or fires, heat waves, destroying crops... Innocent people need to be careful about entering combustible situations. Yet, help is on the way once we get past this month's cosmic volcano zone. Next month finds Jupiter moving into a harmonious sextile to Saturn on June 19th, while Pluto moves back into Capricorn and out of Aquarius on June 11th. Even in a favorable aspect, Saturn can still coincide with delays and frustrations, as both sides want to make sure their points are covered correctly. But at least realities likely will dictate the need to compromise and find common ground. Machoism, bravado, taunts, insults, and threats, all part of the Mars-Jupiter-Pluto arsenal, are not going to work this month. Maturity and moderation are the pathways to success, and fortunately the planets will arrive there by mid-June. In the meantime, hopefully, Congress and the White House, in cooperation with the Treasury, can manage the budget frugally and not lead the nation into default. There is no justification to score political points at the expense of horrific financial consequences just for trying to prove the other side is wrong. It may be wise to be defensive regarding stocks and other assets until these geocosmic signatures pass. And that's the end of this week's newsletter. Now, something I do think I'm going to do this weekend is just put on in the background while I'm doing other things. I want to put on that MMA Cycles forecast book 2023. It's on audiobook and I did the narration on it. And it's time to do a, what would you call it, coming up to halftime kind of uh, review here. If you're interested in that, you didn't pick it up back at the beginning of the year. Is it too late? No, absolutely not. Second thing is, I've been really drilling down and working on this uh, financial stuff. And what a time to do it during Mercury Retrograde, which really was kind of a retool for me. I like taking a relatively small amount of capital, and I trade the futures markets. I mean, to tell you how amazing this leverage it, you know, leverage can go both ways, right? But if you are very careful, which I am, and you trade very cautiously, which I do, one micro futures contract only requires $40 of margin. And this week I was making literally hundreds of dollars, mostly with just micro contracts, because I wasn't putting that much at risk during this time. So if you can take 40 and make, let's say, 100, not bad. Problem is, you have to have a system to not get chewed up, especially during these times that he's just talking about. But I did find also some astrological information this week and last week, kind of putting all this together, I've really been drilling down on this, that was mind-blowing amazing, of how these astrological events in the sky correlate to something that is computer-driven by algorithms from multiple different countries and multiple different companies still just blows my mind. But I'm sitting there watching it this week. In various places and times, the sky can definitely trigger price movement. I mean, and not the big macro like Ray's talking about here, but the very micro of small movements within the day. Well, and figure, doesn't that affect our emotions, too? Or, like he's talking about, we get triggered in the middle of the day, out of nowhere, look to the sky. Things shift positively and things start lining up. Look to the sky. Well, the best news we have is that tomorrow night, Mercury leaves retrograde, and that will be obviously kind of a little celebration that we'll do tomorrow on Level Up. If you'd like to join us, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube and in our Facebook group. If you'd like, check out Ray's YouTube channel, as mentioned at the beginning. It's Merriman Market Analyst on YouTube and the video that was released yesterday on May 12th. Pretty cool watching Giovanni and Ray go through these charts. Hope you enjoy Mercury turning direct. By the time we speak again, it will be, and that will be a great relief. All right. Hope to see you on Level Up tomorrow night. Have a great weekend. Bye.